Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of All 22. So glad you could join us. Um, my name is Ethan Shank, your host as usual, and this is going to be a part of our, you know, draft re- recap, recap week. So um, this episode, me and Bryson were live on WRTG, and we, you know, gave our thoughts to, you know, the draft, post-draft. Um, I gave you our live reaction, so now we're going to go back through and talk about, you know, the draft as an entirety. So um, I, ho- I hope you guys enjoy And, you know, let's get into it. And we are back. So we're going to talk about the NFL draft, which was absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Um, It was was pretty cool to actually live react to it for a little bit, even Mm -hmm. though the draft picks took eight (laughs) hours. So we had to fill up with, you know, talking about random stuff. But, um, what, six defenders? Was it five? Five. Five defenders went straight off the board. One, two, three, four, five. You know, um... I predicted like nothing correct, um, <laughs> and then next thing you know, with the Eagles trade for AJ Brown, and yeah. I'm just like bouncing off walls. You know, it was it was a great draft. Hundred million though, is is he really worth a hundred million? <sighs> well, that's the extension. So we yeah. still have a year with him yeah. under his rookie contract. So that's one cheap year, and then it's only fifty two guaranteed. Um, we haven't had a big time receiver like that's this. Fair. Like we've that's had, it, yeah. you know, Devonte Smith last year who did great. So you know, getting this big time receiver is well, well worth yeah. it for a hundred, hundred million. Right. And I think that's that was his going rate. Mm-hmm. At least that's what he wanted. I think that's what he should be paid. Mm-hmm. So um, I know how he isn't the best with drafts, but I know with trades and free agents, he, that's that's his mm-hmm. stuff. So um, Packers, yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm happy with the draft overall. I, I'm, at first, I was I was like everybody was kind of backlash, and I'm like kind of you know did best with the cards they were dealt. Like didn't really have enough to move up for a wide receiver or anything to justify for it. So mm-hmm. with your first two rounders, you strengthen up. You're already pretty solid defense, and then you go into the second round, and you know you get a sweet wide receiver, and mm-hmm. it's you know what, what else can you do? And I, I saw a post, and it had listed like over the past twenty years mm-hmm. the great Green Bay wide receivers yeah. all taken in the second round: mm-hmm. Devonte Adams, Jordy Nelson. Yeah. I mean Randall Cobb, mm-hmm. I believe was taken in the second round. So I don't. I'm gonna say, do you want me to dive into all the stuff I got on that now? Or? Yeah, yeah. Talk, try, I got an ear. I got an earful for talk the about the Packers. <laughs> I think, like you said there with the wide receivers, I think considering some of these past drafts, this is by far the best from Brian Goodenkirst. Yeah, or Aaron Rodgers is re- uh, referring to him as, uh, I think it's Brian Goodenkirst. Okay. No. <laughs> it's, is um, it Goodekin? Uh, Goodekins? I, I don't know how it, it's, it's pronounced. A, it, it starts with it's the a G. Name. It starts with the it's G. It's a name. <laughs> I don't but know. Um, I think anyone that know, really knows the Packers or just really in-depth in the NFL in general like you do, Ethan, I think everyone knows that the Packers are not a team to really trade or when it comes to just the offseason in general, trading free agency mm-hmm. and just the overall it, draft. It's not a free agency destination. Well, yeah. You know, it, who wants to go live in freezing weather that happens? No one. Yeah, no. three-fourths of the year. Easy division. But, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's, let's leave off on the Packers here a little bit, <laughs> Ethan. But I think when you look at it, I, the trade-up and take Christian Watson as early as they did, I think a lot of people were frustrated at first that they didn't go and get, um, what was his name, uh, Pickens or something like that? George Pickens. Yeah, George Pickens. Who was I think, standing in yeah. front of his television like an absolute <laughs> menace to society. I, I wish everyone could see the pose Ethan just made. It was pretty spot on, though, if you've it, seen the meme. It was. Um, yeah. 
either gonna, I, either going to be in jail by his second yeah, year yeah, or yeah. the greatest wide receiver <laughs> of all time. But I think, it, although it surprised a lot of people, I think it's a great draft pick. Um, I know the Packers tend to flourish with it's more mid-major schools like uh, South Dakota State. Uh, Fresno or, State. Yeah, Fresno State. Um, but I think to see the Packers trade up, it means they have a lot of faith in Watson mm-hmm. as well. Um, but And I think on that note as well, there are a lot of fans that just from at a quick glance are like, well, we didn't take a wide receiver in the first round. Like We just got rid of Devontae Adams. What are we doing? But I think at the same time from the draft reports I've seen from the Packers staff, from when it came to the 22nd pick in the first or yeah, in the first round, according to what the Packers had depth-wise within the draft, they didn't have any wide, the wide receivers that were left. None of them were graded as round one wide receivers. No. I think Christian Watson was still their top uh, receiver after that. So at that point, I mean, you this past offseason, you lose Darius Smith and you lose Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. You go into round one, you got to replace one of the two. So, I mean, you go in, you replace uh, yeah. Darius Smith right away. And it, it doesn't mean it's a permanent fix. No. Um, and, you know, Devontae Adams being that as you yeah. know best wide receiver in the league, as mm-hmm. most say, you know, he was the one everybody had their eyes on the Packers yeah. fixing first. So mm-hmm. I think that that's a big thing. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people didn't see Darius Smith mm-hmm. left now on the Vikings, which is a big loss. He's been a great yeah. linebacker mm-hmm. for the past few years. So it's mm-hmm. like everybody was kind of eyeing on, you know, Packers take yeah, a wide yeah. receiver and finally get Aaron, you know, a weapon. But they, they filled another mm-hmm. hole, you know, did what did what they, they could yeah. with what they had. So I, I thought it was, mm-hmm. you know, um, a pretty good draft for them. Well, I, yeah, and I think on top of that, uh, I can't remember the defensive tackle's name now that they took from another Georgia. Another uh, Georgia. To, on oh top of gosh. that, the the first, uh, the Packers are the first team since, I think it's like, it's either 1979 or 1969 to take all, or three consecutive first round picks all from the same college. But, they got the G on the G logo on their head already, so exactly. they're just they're keeping them Basically. with it. But I think for it's been a position these past three four years, um, the Packers really struggled with because I mean you got guys like Dean Lowry and uh, Kenny Clark who are big big guys for that defensive unit, but one of the two always seems to get nicked or knacked, and then they're out for a couple or one or two weeks here or there, and then they have a hard time filling in that gap. So I think they take that right away and just put a lot of faith in a guy that can step in. And I, th- there's been a lot of talk about knocking Dean Lowry out of that role. Just just because it takes up a lot of money with he's getting close to the veteran status um, to just have someone be able to step in there, maybe knocking Lowry out and just be behind them in general in case one of them does get injured, which I guarantee you will happen eventually at some point this year. Um, but like you said, I think and then um, uh, Ryan, the offensive guard or lineman out of UCLA to take him at the 92nd overall, that's a steal in itself because that is a position the Packers are always hurting in. But I think overall, an incredible draft for the Packers. I cannot be happier with what they did. I mean, we finally, after years and years of screaming at the TV going, what are we doing? We traded up. We took a receiver. We took, I can't remember who. I'm a horrible fan. I can't remember who the <laughs> other receiver we took was um, later in the draft. I think yeah, the fifth I, or sixth round. But I thought it was overall for, you know, what college football had produced mm-hmm. in the year. It was a pretty, everybody had a yeah. pretty good solid draft. Everybody mm-hmm. kind of, not everybody landed where they should. Yeah. I don't think the Steelers should have took any picket at 20. And on that note, though, I th- I saw you were talking about when the Pat, uh, sorry, the Panthers came up in the first round. What was this? The sixth or eighth sixth, overall pick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sixth overall pick. Ethan was sitting here last week going, "Yeah, they're gonna t- they're gonna take Malik I, Willis. They're I gonna take really Malik thought Willis." They would. He so I think he fell. Was it the second or the third, third round? round? Yeah, third round. So with his first round signing bonus, it would he would have been making around thirty million. Mm-hmm. With third round, he's only making five. He missed out on twenty five million dollars. Because of how much he fell. And I don't... Have you really seen a reason why he fell no, that far? No, he just fell. Like, you know, 
Um, they took Kenny Pickett. Um, they took Desmond Desmond Ritter before. I don't. I would have taken. Ken, I would have taken Malik Willis over Kenny Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. any in the first round anyway. So, um, it was. I don't. I don't know why he fell. That, that's a very interesting question that he misses out on all that money. And um, you know, the, the Eagles drafted very well. I thought you know. They got the steal at Nakobe Dean at, in the what was it third round? He was projected to you know be a he was one of the best players on that Georgia defense, mm-hmm. and we got him at a steal. There is a medical concern, but um, overall Eagles you know good draft with Jordan Davis at number thirteen. Um, going to be Fletcher Cox's replacement. We also drafted a center in the second round, who's going to be Jason Kelsey's replacement. Mm-hmm. So um, you know Eagles are looking looking at that future. The AJ Brown trade really puts it you know this is going to be Jalen Hurts' perfect year, and mm-hmm. you know we're definitely going to see what happens i think i think the eagles have you know bumped dallas down a place i think the eagles are going to be going into the season the front runners for the nfc east i definitely do mm-hmm. think like in this division what corners are going to stop Devonte smith and aj yeah. brown yeah most teams you know have mm-hmm. one pretty good corner that's been on Devonte his whole mm-hmm. year he still produced 900 yards yeah. so not everybody james bradbury who's mm-hmm. now on the market actually which he was could possibly sign yeah him trayvon diggs who's probably not the best coverage corner in the league, they're all going mm-hmm. to be focused on A.J. Brown. So Devontae Smith is going to yeah. be able to, you know, go off. So I'm definitely excited to see what the Eagles have in store. Um, overall, other draft picks that were kind of surprising, you know, Derek Stingley going number three mm-hmm. was, you know, just, you know, having all those defenders go in the first round in the first few picks was just, mm-hmm. you know, crazy. Um, You know, no right or, no right or wrong answers to the mock draft. Um, I mean, and Malik Willis did, did fall a lot, as we said. Which was definitely mm-hmm. definitely surprising because there wasn't really a reason given. Yeah, and, and all the reports I've seen is like, well, he we fell. Like, why did he fall? Yeah, There's no reason for why he fell that far. No, and I don't. I guess we might have to, you know, make make a theory maybe. Yeah. Tanya, are you are you gonna? Come do, you, on? do you have any comments come on. to make, Tanya? Come on about that about the Packers. Which which one? Is, sit down here. About the Packers. Any comments, Tanya and Shaw? Bryson's worst looking younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> This year's your year. You really think it? That, that's your basic Packers fan right I'd, there. We hear this and <laughs> basic like Cowboys fan, you know. Um, but I, you, you guys got a solid team, solid roster, and it's just gonna. It's still a, a pretty weak division. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Bears are in kind of no man's land. I do think the Lions have a lot of upside. Yeah, and I think the I, they're another team that had a pretty good draft, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, Thing. I'm really excited to see what they do this year. I obviously I'm super excited to an extent. I don't want to. Yeah, just, you don't want to yeah, beat the Packers, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. they might have the weapons to do it. Eh. Uh, Jared Goff, you know, he took Rams to the Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl level quarterback. Jared I, Goff, he it, did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, he made a Super Bowl more recently than Aaron Rodgers did. Okay, I'm just, okay, I'm okay. just uh, like I don't, I'm but, not saying but, he's great or anything. With, with he's like suitable. Huh? It was a very good Rams team, yeah. but he's suitable. You know, he, yeah, yeah. It was a very bad Super Bowl, but um, he has he has the ability, and he, the you know, biggest part of that, he has the experience. Yeah, like yeah. some of these quarterbacks, you know, are very talented, but mm-hmm. they don't have the experience of making a big playoff run like yeah. that. So he has the experience. He he's a seasoned veteran. Mm-hmm. You know, drafting Jamison Williams, um, trading up for that, um, taking Aiden Hutchinson, the home mm-hmm. hometown boy, and you know, I don't what they had three picks. I don't I forget the other pick. Or did they use the um, pick thirty two to trade up with the Vikings? I think they I, switched yeah, that, I think they those switched picks. It, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got a little aggressive mm-hmm. um, with Amari St. Brown, um, TJ Hawkinson, mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift. They have yeah. they have some offensive pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense now with Ian Hutchinson is, you know, has some upside. Mm-hmm. So um, they're, they're a team, they're a team yeah. to look out for. The Vikings are, are the Vikings, you yeah. know. Um, Justin Jefferson is really a hot spot there. Darius Smith isn't going to do much. I mean, it's going to change the defense a little bit, mm-hmm. but not a whole lot. 
but it, it's an okay defensive unit. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and team, uh, you made the point about um, teams that might be good, but they just don't have enough experience for the playoff run. I think the Jaguars. I would not be surprised if they come out and they make a, at least a little bit of a run. But I think obviously mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence coming into his second season. I'm excited to see what he does. Obviously, with more with a year experience under his belt, a little bit more protection now, and a, obviously a better head coach, yeah. an offensive minded yeah. coach uh-huh. that has there's yeah. the experience on yeah. the team though. Yeah. You know, it's definitely a big part mm-hmm. for your quarterback to have your yeah. experience, but your for yeah. you know your coach um mm-hmm. Doug Peterson who definitely has a special place in my heart <laughs> but um you know it's it's yeah. they, they're an interesting team an interesting mm-hmm. division yeah because it feels like the Titans are like unloading but at the same time still have a lot of talent on board there's I don't, a lot of drama going on there back to Malik Willis I mean the interview with Ryan Tannehill I guess was that two days ago where I, yeah he, he's a good teammate but he, he's not a mentor people are making it drama yeah. though ah. I don't know is it his job is he supposed to be a coach like he's still fighting for his job. Look at look at Aaron Rodgers though. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has done the same thing. Okay, but just just the entire Packers organization mm-hmm. here these past couple years. You had Brett Favre. Brett Favre, or as soon as Aaron Rodgers was drafted, Brett Favre became like Aaron Rodgers. At, like he was there. Like he brought Rodgers up. I mean, it's mm-hmm. produced what Rodgers is, and they're trying to do the same thing with Rodgers and Jordan Love, which is not working because it's Jordan Love. He's no Aaron Rodgers. But. Singing Utah. <laughs> but I mean, like I. I think at a certain point, like you can't say that to the media, like because no matter how you mean it, that's gonna they're gonna get, take it. Yeah, they're gonna run. Yeah, they're gonna take you're, it negatively. Pick that up and run with it right away. I, but you know, he, he's still fighting for his job. Yeah. He's you know yeah. a little bit older, but he has some experience behind his belt. I don't still. I think taking Malik Willis in the third round was great value. Yeah. I think especially because he was you know projected mm-hmm. first round with all the quarterback need, he falls to the third. That's a great value pick. You know, Brian Tannehill is getting a little older, but, you know, trading A.J. Brown, drafting Burks, who's kind of an A.J. Brown type, mm-hmm. you know, a big running back that can basically just plays receiver all the time. Um, you know, still have Derrick Henry. It's it's an interesting team. Um, they released Julio Jones, but I think definitely that team's going to run through Indianapolis this year. I think, yeah. you know, Matt Ryan has the experience to take that team. No Carson Wentz blunders. Um, so they have definitely have a stacked offensive unit mm-hmm. with, you know, Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. Quentin Nelson's still there. Their defense is still really good. They just signed Stephon Gilmore to mm-hmm. a deal. So I think that division will definitely run yeah. through Indianapolis. But I think the Jaguars can, you know, can spice it up. I also think Houston can, can spice it up, too. I really like Davis Mills. Um, you know, he kind of just throws to Brandon Cooks all the time. I don't I, – it, it, it's interesting. I, <laughs> I, I'm i an underdog guy. Yeah, so Houston yeah. – you know, Davis Mills had the best rookie quarterback year mm-hmm. statistically in the amount of games he played. But well, and I do have to point out, let's let's leave the Colts oh, yeah. alone here for a little bit. I mean, obviously, Forrest Ryan signing with the Colts. That, so there's that your way, there's true. your Franklin is, County native in the NFL right now. But. In the NFL, um, there was actually um, also uh, what's the kid uh, from uh, Grove City? Well, oh. um, Cody Gustafson. Yeah, he was definitely a topic. I have not heard any news on him. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But John Mechie from St. James. Oh, yeah, yeah. He played down in, you know, relatively close to Hagerstown. He was drafted in one of the later rounds. I don't remember who to. But, yes, Forrest Ryan Mm -hmm. signing with the Colts is awesome. I think it... It was interesting to talk to his mom a little bit. Just to, like you get a different like behind the scenes look, and I think she was saying like obviously like that last couple like the entire Saturday like there was like no talk inside the house like wow. it was just quiet. And then obviously they get the phone call like and it's the Colts saying not that they're drafting him but like they're gonna sign him later. 
And the first, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave yeah, this up yeah. to you. What, what was the first thing he did? Do you think after the draft ended? Well, he wasn't. What you said? They called him that they were gonna draft him. Well, no, they not that they were gonna draft him. That uh, they were gonna yeah, sign him after, after yeah, the draft. Yeah, yeah. But the first thing he did. Yeah. So he, Forrest was at home. The first thing he did. Hit the gym. He went outside and threw the football around with his brothers. And then about thirty minutes later, they went to the high school and they did a workout. It didn't work. I'm I, I like the kid has so much pure determination in mm-hmm. him. I don't like. It doesn't matter that he wasn't a high ranked draft pick. I think he's gonna go. He, he made it to the yeah NFL. exactly. He exactly, played Division yeah. One college football. He made it to the flipping NFL. He led in the both uh, FCS and uh, the other. I don't know, or just the entire Division One and general of leading tackles i like cut off my, I, I don't yeah. even know i do something crazy just to be considered yeah to sign with and, an nfl team but i think he's one he's gonna make it so hard for a team to say hey we gotta let you go like yeah. he is gonna show a work ethic that i don't think any other athlete in the nfl I, obviously that's a big stretch but yeah. very few athletes in the nfl can show but i mean and obviously a huge huge congrats to him it's yeah, such definitely. a huge achievement but it's you know cool seeing the local kid win for once mm-hmm. you know yeah. um small rural area of mm-hmm. south central pennsylvania yeah. so it's definitely cool to see him you know sign um but you know talking of undrafted free agents the eagles signed um nevada quarterback carson mm-hmm. strong to the biggest undrafted free agent deal of all time it was like three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> it was a lot of money he was it's a guy right there. <laughs> he, there, there there's a house right there if like half a house maybe yeah but he was a guy you know projected to go maybe third fourth you know mm-hmm. in the, the later rounds but he ended up you know going undrafted and the eagles really liked him we're like okay mm-hmm. we'll give you this small sum of money to you know see if you can develop and later asset but um it's just the nfl tra- it's just so cool because for one moment every team's kind of happy yeah for the yeah. most part you know and there's a lot of families that are happy because mm-hmm. you know these guys have worked their whole entire lives yeah. off to get to this moment and it, it's re- it's really cool mm-hmm. to see so um well i think really like like you said like there's no really teams upset they're Minus maybe the Patriots. I think for the Patriots, it depends on how their, I think their reach gotta, of a first-round pick works out. But I think there was really no losers in this draft. Like I feel like every team got— Maybe the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't yeah, That might be just because I don't and, like the Cowboys and that's at just, all. That's just the moral theme of the Cowboys. Mm. Everything's a lot down. Yeah. But I think like everyone basically got who they needed, whether it was just that one or two big names. and they. But I think they filled the positions they needed to. And I think overall, like it, was, it seemed to be a good atmosphere for this year's draft. Like, yeah. And, um, you know, second year being back to in-person. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the ratings were lower, you know, for people watching yeah. and attending. I don't think the league is worried about that at yeah, all. They have no. plenty of other money. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to make all these jerseys and make mm-hmm. all that money, too. So, well, I mean, the kid, uh, was that the Giants that the uh, Make-A-Wish kid announced the draft pick for? At um, seven, Evan yeah, O'Neill, I think yeah, so. Yeah, they, he's going to make sure the ratings get back up. They, yeah. They're going to see just the amount of viewership he brought, and they're bringing him back again next year. Oh, but. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of the Giants, they had a great draft, too. Yeah, I talked yeah, to no. um, um earlier podcast this week with Landon Gore. He's a big Giants fan, mm-hmm. and he was very excited. You know, they had my first overall pick, Evan O'Neill, fall to them at seven, mm-hmm. and they also got a great player in Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. Um, they, everyone was having a good draft. Mm-hmm. Everyone, every fan, it's just the one part of the year every fan has some excitement in them, you mm-hmm. know, because they're not losing by 50 or not making the playoffs. So. I, I mean, normally, as a Packers fan, I'm not super excited after the draft. Or having but. first, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Packers draft. More Jordan s- Love. Yeah, more so of a, oh, well, 
what are we doing? This it's just going to be another yeah. one of those NFC Championship years, but yeah. <laughs> so you know, you know, it's it's a cool experience mm-hmm. to just even like just watch as yeah. it happens yeah. go down because you know it takes forever. You mm-hmm. know, you're just like trying to yeah. reload your phone mm-hmm. every five seconds to see the pick, and then you know the big names or like your favorite school. Mm-hmm. Someone goes, I know there was one Maryland player drafted. I think Nick Cross, he was a safety, and then you know the local guy, Forrest Ryan, yeah. John Mitchie gets drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's it's a really cool experience. It's kind of sad it only happens once a year. Yeah. But out of all the major sports leagues, this is the biggest draft out of all. Well, of them. Yeah, and I think on like the MLB, the draft is way too long. It's like what 162 rounds or something like that. Yeah, like, it, it's too long to pay attention to. Like, NBA is almost too short. You, yeah, I agree. Expense. Only two rounds. I mean, obviously at the same time, you don't carry nearly as many guys on a roster as yeah. you do the NFL, and that's where baseball too. You carry uh, obviously you have mm. what's uh, I think it's like six different levels of minor leagues now yeah. that you carry guys for so it, it just takes a lot yeah. more but i think the nfl is one where it's really interesting because obviously like your top guys in the draft they do tend to perform yeah. just as well but i mean obviously you got guys coming in like who knows maybe forrest ryan is maybe not next year but his second year in the nfl and he's on the starting yeah. roster like and like with the nba you kind of have your top maybe two yeah, yeah. cut out in the mm-hmm. nfl you really don't know mm-hmm. and anybody can go anywhere like people yeah. like their guys in the nba it's like you got two guys yeah. that you like and those it's down to mm-hmm. chance yeah. of getting them so it's definitely you know nfl mm-hmm. best league in the world yeah i'd be curious the amount of or just the overall percentage of uh, nba draft picks that end up not really exceeding the g league yeah uh, like especially second round draft picks that, I, that's like you get out of the top you get out of the top five in mm-hmm. the nba and it's kind of like oh this is kind of boring like yeah. zion and jaw already when mm-hmm. let's turn off in the nfl it's like oh my gosh you still got big yeah. games going yeah left and right mm-hmm. so um fun weekend a fun week in franklin county sports mm-hmm. we do say we got a little bit of franklin county wrapped in with yeah. you know the nfl yeah. draft um so thank you guys for tuning in and listening really appreciate it make sure to follow all 22 instagram at all 22 underscore pod or you can also find us on twitter at all 22 underscore pod and um hope you have a great week stay safe out there and um talk to you later Bye bye